What's up, guys? Welcome to BitCast, episode 10 for the week of May 2nd, 2016. I'm your host, Jake Martin. Joining me this week in the studio, we have Josh Sermino. Hey, guys. How's it going? And Matt Hintemann. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Gentlemen, thank you for your undying participation in this podcast. Uh, R.I.P. Eric Higgins. Um, Could make it tonight um, due to unforeseen circumstances. Uh, I heard he had a lot of butt problems. Ooh, yeah, he did. R.I.P. Jon Snow, am I right? Or am I? We'll get there, man. Oh, we'll get there. Don't get too excited. Shit. We're back in another uh, for another fun game of Thrones spoiler cast, but cast where we'll be discussing in great detail everything that just happened in the most recent episode, season six, episode two. Our drink of choice for this podcast is a nice smooth Merlot made by our friends over at Black Box. Quick PSA: If you are planning on watching or reading Game of Thrones and you hate things getting spoiled for you, I'd recommend not listening to this podcast because we are about to get downright spoilery up in this place. Ooh, that's a good word. Did you make that word up? Yeah. I had to like make sure it recognized that I wanted to say spoilery and not spoiler. Did it have like the red line underneath it? Yeah. Did you add it to the dictionary? It kept on correcting. I don't know how to add it to the dictionary. Just right click on it and add it. Mm -hmm. You got Microsoft Word? No, man. Pages. Ooh, nice. (laughs) Because we do not support Microsoft Word at our house Mm. or Microsoft at all. Really? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I was was like, Microsoft Word is superior in, in most ways. Well, that's your opinion. So, can we um, just stick to the podcast? Yeah, Game of Thrones. Uh, it's pretty pretty stormy outside right now, though. So, for those guests listening, if you hear some thunder, don't be alarmed. Um, we're we're okay. Uh, it shouldn't be too bad. I haven't heard any uh, tornado sirens yet. Um, I don't think we have any tornado sirens in Chattanooga. Yes, we do. I don't think we do. No, I'm pretty sure we do. I've never heard one. Every every city has tornado sirens. I don't think we do. I'm pretty sure. Matt, you what's your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> uh i haven't heard them either honestly were you he- okay never mind i don't know <laughs> no, no 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 ask me there were like ask away there was like really bad swing s- away there was like a super bad tornado that came through a while ago yeah 2011 yeah and i heard no tornado sirens uh, well you weren't listening very well i lived where the tornado hit where eastridge <laughs> area really sort of and you heard no sirens no sirens because there are none all right well i don't think i want you to podcast anymore because <laughs> you're obviously lying to me right now <laughs> google it bruh <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, we're going to talk about uh, episode two of uh, season six. Um, boys, this was, a, this was a much better, much more content-filled episode than uh, the uh, previous one, season premiere, I guess. Uh, we, had a, we had a lot of big things happen. Lots of big things. I really enjoyed it. This is my favorite episode of the season so far. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude, me too. <laughs> uh, Tyrion, let go some dragons. You know, we had... Well, you, you you can start talking about what you want to talk about. No, man. no, we'll, we had, we can talk about Tyrion. We had, I mean, we had, I put him second on the list after Bran, but we'll we'll just you know we'll do whatever we want. Quit acting like you write the write the outline. Giants slapping people against the wall, breaking up on skulls. Ooh, spoilers! Is this a <laughs> this is a spoiler cast? Spoiler man. cast? I announced oh, it in man. there. PSA: John Snow is alive. His good way to get off his tongue. Uh, so yeah, we can jump right into it. I guess I don't even know how the actual episode was laid out but we got we it's, got to see got to see bran finally so. it was it started with bran and winterfell uh in the middle of a flashback and he gets to see his dad and his uncle and aunt and like what's the, what's the significance of i guess him seeing ned stark in these episodes because i i don't really i don't read the books so i don't know why they're showing ned stark i guess he hasn't seen a whole lot so far in the books either he's seen a few things um in winterfell but i believe that they're going to use in the show they're going to use his uh flashback 
um, his flashbacks to show John's parentage. Oh. Ooh. Damn. Spoiler cast. And you were just telling me. But that is a... It's uh, still a theory. I mean, there's... Yeah, there's... that is totally theoretical. I'm probably wrong. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm, I think I'm right, but... There's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the books that points to it. Um, and a lot of people have made some good assumptions about it. Um, so uh, there's a good chance. I mean, it, it's it's almost accepted as the theory. Hmm. Well, yeah, because both, both you guys have read the read the books so you're more informed than i am yeah and more so the subreddit for yeah. uh, song of ice and fire i mean <laughs> there are some crazy crazy theories on there but this one is generally accepted to be true because before you came matt josh was telling me about how there's a theory behind Jon snow and his actual lineage mm-hmm. and how he's supposed to be a half tar- targaryen. targaryen half stark yeah so how does that tie in you think well i mean i don't really know like when it's revealed like what it will really do. How did they make that make sense? Like, wh- what was the theory that, like, made that make sense, I guess? So, well, the series is called A Song of Ice and Fire. And so, like, Stark's being ice, Targaryen's being fire. It's all kind of leading mm. up to this, perhaps. Yeah. And mm. I can do the story of it. It's Do the story. So, Robert's story time with Josh. King Robert was the king in the first season, yep. and he had led a rebellion against the Mad King. Right. Um, and the rebellion started because... The Mad King's eldest son, Rhaegar, kidnapped the uh, <laughs> the uh, Ned Stark's sister, Lyanna. So uh, he sees her at a, tur- a tournament, and he pretty much is very infatuated with her. And when she's when she is headed back up north, he kidnaps her, or she goes willing- willingly. It's not really known, but the general population of Westeros believes that he kidnapped her. So uh-huh. Ned's father and older brother go to king's landing to tell the king hey (laughs) you need to get your son to give us our daughter back and the mad king's like fuck you and kills him just like that just like that because he's paranoid and crazy and just thinks he's yeah he's mad he's a mad king and so this just spirals out of control real quick and robert baratheon is in love with Lyanna and wants right. to marry her. So him and Ned start this rebellion, and it is essentially North versus South in Westeros. Ooh, Westeros and Civil War scenario right here. Yeah, Civil War-ish um, with the Lannisters kind of Over dragons, playing though. on the fence and waiting until... Anyway, that's not important. Interesting. Anyways, so the North wins, Ned Stark wins, Robert wins. Robert kills Rhaegar Targaryen, mm-hmm. and then Ned goes to find Lyanna. And so he goes to this place called the Tower of Joy. Uh, I think it's near Dorne. And um, there are, he takes a few men, and there are three Kingsguard there, which is weird because Kingsguard only guard like the royal family. Okay. And Rhaegar's not there. The only person who's supposedly there is Lyanna. So the popular theory is that Lyanna actually loved Rhaegar and married him. So there's a big fight. Ned and one other guy, uh, Howland, Howland Reed, Reed, they survived the battle. There's only like hmm. seven or eight guys there at that battle. And then so they go in, find Lyanna, covered in blood, and then he, she prom- she makes Ned promise her something. Yeah, and, and that, that's all. That's, that's like the biggest 
the biggest point of this conspiracy is she just keeps saying, promise me, Ned, promise me. And yeah. a lot of people are saying, you know, promise that you'll take care of my child. Yeah. Who's and they don't Snow. know. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, he finds her in blood. That's all in his thoughts. Like he finds her, there's blood. She dies. He promises mm-hmm. her something. But the theory is that Damn. she had given birth and died right after mm-hmm. and had a baby. And if she had married Rhaegar, then John is technically uh. a Targaryen. And so the reason he lies and says, this is my son instead of this is a Targaryen is because Robert would have killed that baby if he had known it was a Targaryen. So he just says, hey, this is my bastard son. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense because like, Ned was such an honorable character throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So like it doesn't make sense that he would he would cheat on Catelyn. Right. And, and there's like and you never find out anything uh, more about why he would do this thing and he never like addresses it, he never apologizes for it. Uh it just like kind of happens. That just makes so much sense, dude. I know. Yeah, oh a, my gosh. It's I mean I'm just so glad to have you guys yeah. as friends cuz then I can just get all these this back knowledge. And George it. Martin pretty much hints at it and has never like outright said no, it's not true. That's crazy, it's man. Just, it's pretty much accepted. That's so cool, though. Now, what it does in the future, like, the only person who knows that's alive is Howland Reed. And he hasn't been introduced in the books or the show yet. So, And who is he? Like, where is his relation? Like, where does he... He's a... Cranog? He's a Cranog man. He's just like a part of... He's the, the lord of a small... Small area town. of the north. Okay. And he's Ned's friend. But okay. he was the only other th- person there besides Ned. Man. John was a baby. John doesn't know. I feel like it'd be too late to introduce him, maybe. But maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe like in the flashbacks, they'll show that Cranog's like the I one mean, he'll be, that was there. Okay, so... And what I'm excited for in the next episode is that's... Bran is going to do a flashback to the Tower of Joy scene. Where he goes and fights those guys. Yeah, where Ned fights those guys and Damn. saves his sister, so... Doesn't he? Doesn't he face off against Arthur Dane? Yeah, Arthur who, Dane is who's the, like one of the greatest knights who's ever lived. And there's like some controversy how they actually defeat Arthur Dane because he was the greatest knight that ever lived. But he somehow, somehow, killed him. somehow Ned and it's actually Halland. Like Ned says, "I owe my life to Halland." Something that he did, something kind of dishonorable, because uh, where he comes from, I mean, there aren't they supposed to be like. Five foot tall. Yeah. They, like, use, they live in swamps. They use poison a lot. It's a big theory mm. that he somehow poisoned. Like he's a poison blade. Or, he poisoned him or something. Mm-hmm. Damn, Arthur Dane. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. You guys know so much. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's gonna be a good scene. Anyway, that's next episode. I'm excited, man. Yeah. So but that's like John's parents. So Brand. So Brand makes sense then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they'll probably use he, he in the books. He's it's kind of he's slated to do some other great stuff. I wish he was more of a hard ass. He's not really a hard ass yet. Yeah. He's kind of just. There. I mean, it, yeah, it seems like this whole series is kind of geared towards Jon Snow. Oh, yeah. So, oh. like, providing more d- backstory with Bran, and then it, it's just all kind of circling around him. And Jon Snow's alive. Jon Snow, you know nothing, Jon you know Snow. Um, <laughs> Jon Snow. So let's jump into another Stark sibling real quick. We got Arya. Um, finally got some, you know, got some some good things coming her way you know after getting blinded and getting her shit kicked out of her by the stick girl i don't know her actual name yeah me either stick girl and she like a uh i don't i wouldn't say she's got good things no, like a away. waif or something what do they call well at it? least waif? yeah waif. something like that Wait, uh, 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 i don't know i don't know i don't remember the guy's name either that took her Jacken back Hagar. yeah, yeah I, was at, I was gonna say jarquin or something like that jar jar binks maybe 
Jafar. You know how you know how Jafar. Good, you know how good I am with names. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited to see her. I guess make her way back to Westeros. Yeah. Um, does she still have that list of people she's trying to kill? Not anymore, dude. She's nobody. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Arya had a grudge, but mm. but what if this whole time she's faking it, and really she's still Arya, and she takes what she learns and brings it back to like. She could, man. I think that's what she'll do for sure. Justice for the Starks. Oh man, with her like, assassin skills. I'm excited though to like see her become more badass because like she was leading up to that when she was hanging out with that with jo- jo- I can't say Jockin 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 Hagar. Um. Because you, you saw her like going down this cool plot line of like becoming this faceless person who could do all kinds of stuff, and then things didn't go well for her. She she got greedy. She went and killed somebody, and next thing you know, she can't see. So it was good seeing her at least get some good news where she can. He what, I, he like was like offering to take her back under his wing or something like that. Or yeah, it's just probably the next step of her offering for her place to stay. But yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm excited about that. Um, her, she's pretty much only had like one scene in each. Yeah, episode just her getting beat up. Yeah. yeah, her her getting beat up in this one finally. What a loser! Yeah, her her suffering didn't last very long actually. Learn to use your eyes, right? I know, right? Uh, I wrote down Wildlings Castle Black next. Or actually, no, we haven't talked about Tyrion yet. You want to talk about Tyrion? Ooh, Tyrion. Tyrone. He had a great line. He had a couple great lines. Which one? If when I had an idea like that again, punch me in the face. Well, that one was great, but <laughs> when they ask him like how he knows. Like to, I don't remember what they were talking about. Something about the dragons, and he was like, "Dragons are smart." He's like, "That's what I do. I drink, and I know things." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Tyrion is is still proving to be like one of the best characters in this series, just because his lines are always so well written, and he's just he's just smart. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fun to see what he wants to do. Even him talking to the dragons was entertaining. That's that scene was so stressful. I'm going to be honest, I'm not impressed with whoever built those shackles and the dragons cuz Tyrion was very easily able to slide those those bolts out of those things. You know, I feel like a dragon of that size could probably just, you know, shake it out and it would come off. Tyrion has little small hands. I don't know how he did that. Hey, he's a he's <laughs> a warrior though. Small hands, you know, come like, on. he can he can fight. Tyrion's strong. small hands. That's what they call him. The half hands, <laughs> little finger and small hands. Uh, but yeah, that was really cool. Um I was expecting them to kind of bust out of the pyramid and just start. Yeah, I was kind of confused on, on what they, why they just turned around. I mean, they obviously couldn't get out of that doorway. But. So, do you think when he was saying "punch me in the face" next time because I just made a mistake, or because that was stupid, dangerous, and I shouldn't have done that? I think it was. Just, I think it was stupid, dangerous. He so, was yeah. just like his nerves were just like. He was like, "Why did I just do that?" Yeah, yeah. I just walked up to two huge dragons. <laughs> so, what are they going to do? Are they going to go find Daenerys, or are they going to? Just, oh man, she wasn't even in this episode. I yeah. just realized that. I have a feeling that yeah, they'll they'll end up busting out, eating some people. I hope so. Take, Hopefully, Might taking well. care of business, and then yeah, maybe going taking find Daenerys. Care of business. And then we don't know what the other. That's a song, right? There's also one other dragon out there just roaming around right now. Drogon doing his yeah. thing. He's probably closer to Daenerys. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's probably following her. But he's kind of a butthole. So yeah, probably like <laughs> that's. <laughs> he does what he wants. Drogon the butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with the the dragons because uh, Spencer was talking about Game of Thrones. He doesn't watch it, and he was like, he was like, it's not as it's not mythical enough for me. He's like, Game of Thrones is too like medieval, it's like political too. Yeah, and he's like, I feel like the only reason that like it's done, it was was successful. The reason that it, it finds success is because they keep on killing off. Like that's why they kill off people is because they want to like make he it should interesting. Wa- he should. He should. It is very political and like can get kind of 
dull sometimes, but there's a lot of. I would say it's very yeah. story based, though. Huh? I would say it's very story based. Like it's yeah. it's there's a lot going on. It, but it definitely hints. It doesn't like it's gone into a lot more detail on the 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 history, the mythological history of of Westeros and like the first yeah. man and the children of the forest and like Which that's why the first very first. And- the very first episode of Game of Thrones is what I like fell in love with when I before I even read the books. Just the, the yeah. White Walkers. It was like these zombie esque kind of creatures that just come out of nowhere and they're like really fast and it was very supernatural. And it wasn't just like it was just a great first scene to a show. And would you consider Game of Thrones to have a lot of cheap deaths in it? Because you know, like so another I guess show this could be related to is like The Walking Dead, where they keep people. And like entertained and attached to the story because there's just like someone's always dying. There's always somebody dying in the episode. I mean, we had yeah. we had Bruce die this episode. I don't I don't think it's well. There might be some cheap deaths, but I mean the the first real death was was Ned. And yeah. you, you think he's a main character, and then they kill him in the first season. Yeah. I mean, it's and he's like a well known actor. I mean, it's shocking. It's shocking in the book. It's shocking in the show. And I think that's what like makes it. That's what makes it entertaining to me. Is nobody's like, safe. You don't. You don't like the people you expect to actually be part of the story. Don't end up being part of the story for a while, or they or they die. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I think every every book that comes out and every season that comes out, people are saying like, if Tyrion dies, I'm, I quit. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. If Jon Snow dies, I'm done. And and I feel like George is the the author has like acknowledged mm-hmm. this before and has like made jokes about Tyrion. Yeah. I read a a good article today that they were interviewing George about his just his ideas on resurrection and in the stories and stuff like that mm-hmm. and other other stories that have done it and like you were saying um, when he when he dies when people die in in Game of Thrones they come back less of who they were before mm-hmm. and that's how he prefers it he doesn't like when people can just be bought, like brought back willy yeah he doesn't like that that trope when there's no there's no consequence to somebody dying because like death is a very powerful thing so if someone dies it shouldn't be the same Mm. you know so i I think that when it comes to the cheap death question that um because the books uh, the show is caught up to the books that the writing style will be different than what george martin has done i already noticed that there was the writing style was a little bit loose yeah and a bit more loose and i was reading this isn't my original idea i just saw it on the subreddit but (laughs) someone was talking about how the way george martin writes deaths they're not very subtle or they are very subtle before they happen Mm -hmm. whereas and obviously we only have like two episodes to compare to compare it to but um like the dorn scene with the Doran and Tristane, those are I, those are really easy to see coming, mm-hmm. like when they happen. But with Oberyn dying, obviously, if you've read the book, you know he's gonna die. But mm-hmm. like he has the mountain on the ground, mm-hmm. and you don't think you're like, all right, he's won. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And I, I, maybe it's different <laughs> if for you, Jake, if because you didn't know he was gonna die. God. But like even when he tripped him, and like it made me jump. I was just like super in suspense. It was just a great scene. God, oh, man. So now that the books, the show is caught up to the books, I'm, it might be different, like the way that they write in death. I've I've noticed just for major characters, just even the writing, and maybe maybe I'm just 
looking for more than actually is there, but I noticed that the writing was a bit more casual than than previous episodes, like last season. So like Tyrion's line where if I do anything like that again, punch me in the face, I was like, that doesn't seem like something. I mean, it's something that he would say, but it wouldn't be said in that way or that, that mannerism, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not, that feels very modern. And I guess, you know, it's a modern story, but set yeah. in old time. It was, I don't know. It just, that that's where I got pulled out for a second, but other than that, it was fine. Yeah. Um, speaking of deaths, uh, I don't know the actual lady's name, but the little baby, Romsey. Oh, um, Walder, Walda, 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 Walda yeah. Frey, and little Ramsey Junior. Did you guys? <laughs> did you guys Ray see that Jr. death coming? Uh, well, Matt didn't, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I knew he wasn't gonna kill the baby when he took it in his arms. I just, that was just too yeah. like. There's no way right. he's just gonna like smash this like you know yeah uh, like spike it at the ground. But <laughs> I mean, once he was unlocking the dog cages, I was like, all right, it's over. No, they're both yeah. dead. Yeah. I think that was a tasteful way to kill them. Yeah, because yeah. I, I so tasteful. Well, I mean, What's like the most tasteful way to kill a baby. Game of Thrones people are used to seeing death. Like fans are used. We're all used to seeing death in, in the series. But I feel like baby death, like visible baby murder, is not something that. What do you mean? People could stomach probably. But also, I'm of the thought like if you don't see somebody die in yeah. the books, they're not dead. Or like you like can't one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> seriously, like they can do whatever they want. I mean, maybe the baby like flew away somehow. I mean, in the <laughs> yeah. book, there's been so many times where you think somebody's dead and they come back. Oh, sweet, he's alive. Yes, <laughs> I don't, never, I don't never, think the baby lived though. You never saw the hound die. That's true. Zombie hound. Yeah, zombie hound, zombie Jon Snow, and zombie mountain. <laughs> zombie Jon <Johnson. laughs> Snow. Um. Um. But that's the. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we I'm, I'm glad. Roos, Roos dying. I. Uh, but I mean, I liked Roos. Like he he put he put Ramsey in his place most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still a dick. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Roos, I think the reason Roos I, I like guy, I like Roos is because he's just very cunning and he's very smart. Mm-hmm. And he's very. He's like a good tactician when it comes when yeah. it came to. But he is like he's, pure evil. Yeah, he's, he's just also, a jerk. Yeah, he's also a bad guy, but not. He, he's yeah. He's kind of like the. Uh, He's kind of like the Kylo, like Ramsey's like the Kylo Ren, yeah. You know, in Star Wars, and Bruce, I guess, would be like maybe uh, what was the, the Goku, the blonde, yeah, Goku, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Goku's a good guy, dude. I <laughs> think, uh, yeah, Ruse kind of screwed himself over when they were talking about Jon Snow, and he's like, oh, he's just a bastard. He's not a real Stark. And Ramsey yeah. was like, hmm, I see how you feel, Dad. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. As much as I hate Ramsey's character, I am like I do like him in the show because it makes like there's like one opposing ultimate evil the entire the entire show. So yeah, you, you just can't wait to see like what happens to him. The or, reason I think he's worse than Joffrey is because he's an adult, essentially. Yeah. Like Joffrey was a kid. Joffrey's a kid. Hey, mm-hmm. we can jump ahead if you want to, but Tommen, not Tommen. Um, what's the what's the youngest, the youngest, uh, Tommen. 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 Okay, sorry. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm guessing, second guessing everything I say now because yeah. I'm, so, I'm wrong all the time. That's okay. Uh, Tommen, that that last little scene with Cersei right there, he's like, teach, like, show me how to be. Does that mean she's back in control? I don't. Yeah, that looks like it so far, and I feel like we might have another pseudo Jeff Joffrey on our hands. Yeah, maybe. I think that he'll he'll definitely like toughen up, and I think they they're gonna attack the faith. With Ex- the executing the high priest. Yeah, they're going to do some damage. But um, I don't think he's going to let 
hopefully, I mean, he might, she might take more control, but yeah, I mean, the faith totally strong armed Jamie in the in the sept. Like, yeah. I mean, they completely only shut him down only because he was alone. Right, like but if he wasn't alone, then he probably would have done something. Like but if he did you see minute. all those knights against the mountain? Like when they were terrified of him, they were so relieved when he turned around and walked away. Yeah, I just like, oh man, I couldn't imagine just like being in like being the royal family of like an entire town, and you really actually don't have any power at all. Yeah, I don't know. Thought that was interesting because Jamie Lannister, you know, stand up, good guy. Not really, actually. Well, yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I feel like the high priest knows that. Well, I I think the biggest thing in that is the high the high sparrow. He he Sorry, has sparrow. He has like no no fear of death. He's like, do it. None, of, none of them do. Yeah, they, have, they all have nothing to lose. But they don't care. Jamie has his pride. He has his life. He has so much that he wants to accomplish. Where I I really feel like when the sparrow said we're all peasants, we're all poor, we're nobody. Like, if you died today, you would die just fighting, like, beggars, pretty much. And that's not how Jamie Lannister wants to go out. It's a very, very interesting take on kind of, you know, modern Christianity. And, that, and that, like, just Christianity, I mean, like, their their religion reminds me a lot of, like, what Christianity kind of preaches, where it's, like, you know, no one is above, above, above sin and all this kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. you need to repent for all this kind of stuff, and... I don't know. Just seeing like the priest or the sparrow and that kind of that amount of power is interesting. Yeah, yeah, because he he like positions himself as somebody very weak, very humble. But I mean, he is has he so much power is right he now. Though? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was very not very subtly threatening Jamie. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. That that, that was actually a really good scene. He's mm-hmm. like, we have the power to overthrow an empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like, what did he say? Or Jamie was like, you're you're a brave man. Bold. Yeah, bold, bold man, man coming in here. And he's like, huh? Do you know why we cover the eyes? Was it like because of their rate of death or something like that? I don't that? remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, could, I couldn't help but laugh when I saw the little stones in their eyes. Yeah. It looked kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Castle Black and the Wild Link stuff just kind of escalated pretty quickly. I like the giant scene where they slap the guy against the wall. That was yep. sweet. Yeah. I was yeah. really hoping they would kill Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> that kid needs to die, dude. I think that they will show his death, and it will be awesome. A <laughs> little punk. Who's going to kill him? John. Nah. John's going to kill no, him? No, I don't think nah. John will kill him. I don't know if he'll die, but... I don't know if he will die, actually. Maybe maybe Ollie has redemption. Maybe he'll uh, he'll see that the wildlings aren't actually bad people. Mm. Who knows? That would mm. suck. Um, <laughs> not, not much else to talk about there. The yeah, I that, mean... That was cool. Yeah. I was pretty bummed out when they were just like, put him in the ice cages. Dude, the ice cages suck, though. I know. That's one of the, I want Alistair to die so bad. He's such a jerk. But he has such a cool accent, though. What does it sound like? I can't do it. John Snare. <laughs> Fucking traitor. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Fucking traitor. I can't do it. He, he, he calls him a traitor. I don't, I don't he know. He does have a cool accent. Um, we were talking about Ramsey. Uh, the Greyjoy family was a, was a big focus this time around as well. Yeah, that was cool. I thought that was really neat. Um, yeah, that it took them forever to get to him dying, Balon Greyjoy, because that happens in... The reason that happens is... Does, in the book, does Euron kill him? Or is it just possible? I think it says, it's possible. yeah. I don't, I don't think that's I think it's widely I think it's widely believed that he was walking on the bridge and then the wind knocked, like, him, off. knocked him off the bridge. And then the next day, 
Euron, his brother, you see his sails coming in. Mm-hmm. I was very confused. At yeah, it was kind of hard to understand them scene. in that scene, but because I, I, you guys knew the backstory of that scenario yeah, as well, and yeah. I was like, who is this young bearded dude calling him brother? I was like, yeah. this guy is super old. That guy has a red, red brother. hair, nice, clean brother. beard. Yeah, it's his younger brother. He's crazy, psycho. Was banished a long time ago, and has just been sailing all over the world, just doing the weirdest, and stuff. doing crazy shit. So and you got to imagine that when Theon tries to go back to the Iron Keep or the whatever you want to call Iron, it, Iron Islands, Iron Islands, it's not going to go well for him, probably. Maybe, maybe not. But <laughs> and so, well, I mean, he has his sister who still cares. Like, tried to rescue him. I feel like she's going to be in bad shape too after Crazy Brother takes well, over. Well, so the way it works in the Iron Islands is you can't just succeed your father. But that guy's crazy. And uh, so she can't just like become the queen. What they do is they have a king's moot, which is where all the it's pretty much like an election, pretty much. And they just are crazy, and they, they all, all the people who want to do it like come together and give a speech. And I guess they vote. I don't think they fight. They didn't fight. Yo, no, dude, what if Theon becomes the next king of the Yo, Iron Islands? Yo, dog. No, he reek, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Reek Greyjoy. <laughs> Um, but Balon, they talk about Balon dying in like the third book because Melisandre, the red woman does this like weird little ritual with, with, uh, Stannis and about the three false Kings. Yeah. And she predicts, she deaths, predicts Rob's death, Joffrey's death and Balon's death. Cause they are, um, who's the fifth King? It's war of the five Kings. That's like that whole rebellion with Rob Stark. Is it Stannis? Stannis, Balon, Rob, Joffrey, Renly. Renly? Yeah. And Renly dies because yeah. she pretty much does Kills that him. herself. Yeah. But Balon dies along, like, they just are just now showing it, they I guess. They just decided it's to show it now. Because they wanted to introduce Euron. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what that, where that goes, but I don't really know a lot about the Greyjoy family in general, so. Yeah. Who knows? They're just pirates. Yeah, just stinky pirate. I kind of like I kind of like their family or just their setting the most though. I think they're the they're, they're the coolest out of all the different areas. Like King, yeah, they're pretty hardcore. King's Landing is okay. You know, there's a bunch of rich hotty totty people there. Mm-hmm. And then you, the Starks are cool, but it's just cold and shit up there. And then you have the you know the Iron, well, iron Islands. And their whole thing is they can't grow anything on the island. Like yeah. they steal every single thing that they have. Oh, okay. So yeah. they literally are like pirates. Yeah. They just go steal yeah. stuff. Yeah, they pillage. Um, and that, and that's what that's what we she was saying. So. That's what she was saying to her dad. She was like, "He's like, we have to go capture another island." He's like, "What mm-hmm. are you going to harvest there? There's, there's nothing there." You mm-hmm. know? I was like, "Ah." Oh, yeah, and oh, she's oh. like, "We can't face up again. Like we we rule the seas, but mainland, we can't face these armies." Interesting. Yeah. No, I think I think that's cool. I think it's a cool story. What are you laughing at, Josh? We're talking about this laughs galore comment. Laughs galore. After, you, guys, you guys didn't laugh really hard about I, that. I didn't see it. I'm a little bummed out. We can, um, we can redo the intro, and I'll laugh real hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's butt problems? Eric's butt problems. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. The... Jens. Are we going to be Jens? The big, the big moment that Jens. most people have been waiting for, for I guess over a year now. I was really sad we didn't get to see saggy boobs. Yeah, you back. know nothing, Jon Snow. Man, that was a good scene. I, that was that was that is the epitome of a good setup for, you know, some suspense 
and some some drama right there because what we, him coming back to life? Yeah, because you know, Melisandre does all the all the spells and stuff. Starts cutting off all his pubes and throwing them <laughs> in the fire. Face. Pubes. I really yeah. thought that was gonna happen first. What's okay? Uh, like, she's getting everything. Like, man, she's getting the beard. Um, and then, then you know, like nothing happens, and you know, the, the wildling leader leaves, and then uh, I forget who else is in the room with them. But then Davos. You know, yeah, Davos, and they they all leave. And I was like, oh, crap, I guess we'll have to just see if it comes back to like next episode. Ghost. But then Ghost wakes up. Ghost wakes up. Go, well, Ghost, yeah, actually he was asleep. I guess he turns around. and Yeah, that was cool. There you go. I uh, if, if anyone's confused, Jon Snow woke up. Jon, yeah, Jon Snow. He's alive. Had been dead for, I don't know how he long. He live. Maybe, maybe like two days, three days. Yeah. He, John, three days. Jon, wake up. Jesus. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Um, so why do you think the story focuses so much around Jon Snow, I guess, is I think the, my question. I mean, the biggest, guys. the overall, like, battle, not battle, but the overall, like, fight is good and evil, and good being the South, the men, <coughs> bad being North. Are you saying the, the South is better because we're in Tennessee or something yeah. like that? Is that what's going on? What are they called again? A little impartiality. The, uh, Qua- the White Walkers. White Walkers. <laughs> It's pretty racist, man. And so he's supposed to be the savior to save them, supposedly. The Maybe. White Walkers? Save the White Walkers? No. No, save them. <laughs> I was like, the White Walkers are not good people, man. But there's a lot of different theories on how that all come about. Yeah. Um, I think from like the get-go, you know, Jon Snow is somebody that everyone could relate to and could get behind because he was just this down-on-his-luck bastard son who didn't really fit in most places. He was loved by everybody, but you know, just didn't feel like he fit in and, you know... What did he get for? He got murdered, you know. First time he tries to show him like some, some honesty and being nice to these wildlings, he gets murdered by all of his guys. It's crazy too. Like it's very, very understandable why he gets murdered. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he that that's why it's a good like, yeah yeah. I mean because they they make it so understandable. These guys have grown up and lived on this wall fighting mm-hmm. the exact thing the exact thing that he went against. He's like, hey, actually. Yeah, but like people are missing the point that like the wildlings are not the enemy. Mm-hmm. Like the white walkers, like they are focusing so much on wildlings. I mean, they're just like racist against these wildlings. Have the, have the night's watch, have they seen the white walkers yet? Some of them. Yeah. But they, it's still like a thing that they don't care. Yeah. They're just like, they don't, they still have this, like, they don't take it as seriously because they haven't seen yeah. what actually has happened. But whereas yeah, all they, the wildlings, they, they still, and John they've Snow. been fighting these wildlings for so long. Like, hundreds of years and they're just like right. I, that's yeah they just can't like wrap their head around it that God. they're not the real enemy i uh i love the line where uh he was saying you know the night's watch has held the wall against wildlings for hundreds of years or thousands of years and they're like until you or like the lord commander and they said until you and right. then took him captive i thought that was awesome it just, yeah, and I mean, yeah, they made it make sense for both sides, which is why it was hard, but at the same time, you knew that Jon Snow was the one on the right. Yeah. They call that dramatic irony, guys. Do they? Storytelling. Do they? Yeah. So Jon Snow's alive, he's going <laughs> to kick some booty. Jon Snow's alive. I am so excited for next episode. You know, you know who we haven't seen? Don't tell me yet. Hold on. Uh, Littlefinger. Haven't seen him yet. True. Um, Don't, no, keep going. Matt, you got any guesses? Nope. Um, I don't know. Fat boy. <laughs> what? Sam. <laughs> Samwell. 
Is he oh, off? Tarly. Is he off at the... Um, Samuel Tarly. He's going to Old Town. To become a maester. To become a maester. Yeah, because this story's boring. No one cares about him anymore. Hey. See you later, Samuel Tarly. That's Gilly. Why, that's why he's so sad, because of people like you. <laughs> Bullies. Gilly. Racist against fat people. I'm not going to lie. When I saw um, uh, Roos's wife with the baby, I thought that was Gilly for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, Gilly got some weight on her, but, but that was not the case. Uh, it's like so. fusion between Sam and Gilly. Yeah. Fusion. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I would say this was this was a really good episode. Um, yeah, it was all right. Think, uh, not really a fan of Jon Snow coming back. <laughs> Jon Snow sucks. Uh, I'm just super curious. Like, what's the first thing Jon Snow is gonna do when he comes back? Is he pissed at the nice watch? Does he have to put recu- some put some clothes on? Does he have to like recuperate from nah. being dead for a couple? Probably days? gonna have like a little minor freak out. <laughs> probably gonna bust out out of that door butt naked, and they're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Well, he had on like boxers of some sort, but then in the in the Next seat, like next episode of Game of Thrones, like he like leaned up and it didn't look like, look like he had. You should be a on. voice actor. I'm gonna tell you why I haven't <laughs> yet, Josh. It's still only cards for me, but not yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what he does. I'm excited to see how everyone else reacts to him as well. The Night's Watch or Castle Block. Yeah, I mean, I think some people will be very happy to see him back, and the and other half will be terrified. terrified. Yeah, what the hell just happened? I feel like the Wildling guy is not gonna be too psyched because you kind of saw him uneasy with what the Mel- Melisandre was doing in the room. He was like, what the? Yeah, I mean, I think they're just kind of skeptical of... You think it was skepticism when he was looking at him? Yeah, yeah and just like witchcraft, magic. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I, I think he's still loyal to Jon Snow. Yeah. And he'll be happy to see him back. I'm surprised Davos is... Like, like well, what's Davos's motivation for, like, getting Jon Snow back, I guess? Like, why is he so... I don't remember why he went back to the wall. Oh, I guess he went back... Stannis sent him back. Yeah. I don't think he knows Stannis is dead. Hmm. Does he? No, Melisandre came back. I'm trying to remember. Melisandre yeah. came back and told him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe he agrees with... Maybe Stannis agreed with what John was doing, and he's just going along with it, even though hmm. Stannis is dead. Maybe he can see something in Jon Snow. I don't remember. <sighs> Anyways. If anyone else, you know, any listeners have any uh, theories or know why? Yeah, go ahead and write into bitbloggist at gmail.com or tweet me at bitbloggist. Tweet me, bro. <laughs> Uh, if you find gentlemen want to be reached, you're allowed to to apply that or relay that information right now. If you want to, if you don't, then we'll just go to our uh, outro just, right now. Just, just leave mine. Just say, "Hey, Josh," and then ask me the question. But email Jake. Yeah, email me, but just direct it towards Josh or Matt. Yep. Yeah. Um, don't direct it towards Eric because he can, probably won't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, you can also refer to me as Papa Z. Yeah, we got Papa Z in the studio, and we got Maddie Ice. Or do you, have a, do you have a separate alias that you'd be preferred Matty to? Matty Ice is perfect. That's fine. Matty Ice and Daddy Z? Papa. Oh, sorry. Come on, Papa dude. Papa Z. <laughs> Papa Z sounds like Papa Z or something like that. Papa Z? I, I got a Papa Z real quick. Oh. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Thinking nah. about it now. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that is the end of our podcast. Gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on this fine stormy night to discuss all things Game of Thrones. Remember, if you are a fan of the podcast, do us a solid like, subscribe, share with your friends, or if you're a real big shot, why don't you go ahead and go on the old computer and give us a review, five stars or higher, please. And until next time, this has been BigCast. Thanks for joining us to talk about Game of Thrones. Bye. See you guys. You're a real son of a bitch, Josh. You know that? I know.